0: It's time to watch a movie you've never seen. There might be some ninjas or a crazy death machine. There'll be smiles and there'll be tears. You won't watch another movie for about eight hundred years. It's time for death by video. We are rolling, stuff. by the way, guys. So,
1: Oh, wow, this is... Okay, we're live. Yeah,
0: so welcome uh, to episode three of Death by Video. I am Graham. I'm Phil. And I'm Kit. All right. Um, so we've once again gathered at midnight in the old abandoned video store off of Highway 9, which is, uh, as far as we can tell, neither north or south of Markham. And, in that
1: in-between area.
0: Yeah. Parts unknown. And uh, so, guys, have we watched anything... Oh! Oh! Uh, there was no listener feedback for um, for our last episode on Zombie 3 yet, because it has yet to go up. Uh, before we get going, I do want to say that uh, the great Don Rickles passed away today. Yes, he did. Yes. Mr. Warnth himself, who was the subject of a documentary by John Landis a few years ago, which was quite good. And he also appeared in John Landis' film Innocent Blood. Uh, Have you guys seen Innocent Blood?
1: I have not. I was actually trying to think of the Don Rickles films that I've seen so we could talk about them, but there's only Casino. Yeah, I can
0: only think of Casino as well. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um,
1: Oh, uh, also Toy Story and Toy Story 1. uh, That's right. Toy Stories.
0: Uh, Who was he in Toy Story? He's
1: Mr. Potato Head.
0: No, that's Cliff Clavin.
1: No, that's... Wait, who's...
2: That's it's Don Rickles.
0: I think is Mr. Right. Potato- no, it's yeah, not. Cl-
1: no, Cliff Claven is in it obviously, yeah, but he plays I don't Mr. think he- he- No,
0: no, I- huh. John, well, uh. Well, is- whatever his name is.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Don Rickles is definitely in the Toy Story movies. Um I thought he was Mr. Potato Head.
0: Oh shit. He is Mr. Potato Head. Yeah.
1: So who's John Ratzenberger then? Oh. No, I don't know. Because the the dinosaur is played by the great
0: the bald guy. Bald, yep. guy. bald guy. Bald yeah. guy
1: from Princess Bride.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, sure. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Ham. He was the piggy bank. He's the piggy bank. Cliff Cl- Claven was the piggy bank. Yeah. And he also played, uh, he was in the fake punk band Ivan and the Terribles in Motel Hell, yeah, singing their infamous song, I've Had It Up to Here, I've Had It Up to Here, I've Had It Up to Here with You Girl. Have you guys well, fact, seen I've
2: not seen Motel Hell. No. No? I've never even heard of it before,
0: It Takes all kind of critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. It takes all kind of critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. That's the tagline. Oh, there you go. Uh, mm-hmm. What a
2: hell of a tagline. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's very marketable. Uh,
0: yeah. Mhm. So, uh, have you guys seen anything good in the last week? Or anything in the last week?
2: I rewatched 25th Hour.
0: Oh, nice.
2: I've never seen 25th Hour. How did that go? It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Spike Lee's a little, little hit or miss for me. He's definitely hit or miss, but this one's a hit. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I mean, you could say the 25th hour. Granted, I haven't seen Red Hook Summer or um, The Sweet Blood of Jesus um, or Inside Man. Or in, No, I've seen Inside Man. Okay. I liked Inside Man quite a bit. Inside Man's really good. Yeah, it is.
2: Did you see the Old Boy remake? Which no. No. Uh, no. No, I didn't. I see don't Old want Boy. to see that. Um, what else did he do? Oh, Chirac.
0: Um,
1: Iraq, yeah, that's an interesting one for me because it's an adaptation of an old Greek play.
2: I I haven't seen it yet. Uh, The Lysistrata, I think, is the Greek
1: play. I'm probably butchering that. But
0: speaking to the mic kit. Oh yes. No no no. Keep the mic where it is. Just kit needs to speak more into it.
1: Did Did you hear my insightful point about the Greek play? That it kind of it kind of
0: it kind of faded away. But but I'll bring it up in post.
2: Because that's a gem. Yeah. It's by Aristophanes.
0: Oh, wow, we're getting all educated in here. Oh, yeah. That's what happens when you, when you do a podcast with two bookstore employees. Um, I was
1: also an English major. That's actually how I
0: know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I was an English major for a year until they said, uh, switch majors or we'll keep failing you. Um, <laughs> and, um, uh, yeah, so uh, RIP Don Rickles. And I'm not sure how we got on our Spike Lee from Don Rickles, but we did. Um, oh right, because we were talking about Twenty Fifth Hour. We'd moved on yep. from
1: Don Rickles. You just you're just trying to bring Don Rickles bringing back. Bringing
0: it all back. Kit, what about you? Have you seen anything interesting in the last I, week?
1: I wanted to watch a movie just so I could discuss it on this podcast. I haven't had time.
0: I know you're working like seven days a week, right? Yeah,
1: I'm trying to work a lot, trying to trying to pay back some bills. Um, I've just really been watching old episodes of Star Trek: The Next Generation, which is it fills my time.
0: Okay. Um, (laughs) I watched, uh, low. I know this has been a low movie week for me as well. Well, Mostly because we only recorded like four days ago. Um, But I watched, and I've had a busy, busy week. I watched Logan on Monday.
1: How was Logan? Very good.
0: Very good. Very, very violent, which I wasn't expecting to get that far.
1: I feel like that's the Wolverine movie they've been wanting to make since they started making independent Wolverine movies, and yet studios would never go for it. And then finally they
2: did. Yeah, it was the Deadpool effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah,
1: Deadpool kind of paved yeah. the way.
2: I
0: think. S- for... successful oh, people want to see
2: R-rated superhero movies.
0: Well, that's the interesting thing. It's not actually a superhero movie. Like, no, there's no. It looks like
2: they're pulling like the whole like serious uh, No Country for Old Men. To... Yeah, and not it, that I've seen it. It's honestly.
0: very much a neo-western in that yeah. respect, and it's also um, I think the first couple trailers made it look post-apocalyptic. It's it's like pre-apocalyptic. Like you can tell society's on the verge of collapsing, but it hasn't totally collapsed yet. But it's really good. The little girl in it, uh, I forget her name, she was awesome. Like, at the end when she holds his hand and calls him daddy and cries, you're just like, Oh, my oh God. come on now. I'm not, r- now hey, the... hey, hey, at least I didn't spoil it that he dies at the end. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. Yeah, I went there. Guess what, guys? It's been out for a month. If you haven't seen it, sorry. And I heard that he died before. Uh, I, before I, I did, too, it.
1: because somebody um, put one of those memes that's just a secret spoiler. Um, yeah, yeah on online just yeah. you know people who like to ruin fun
0: yeah
2: i i mean there's so many get out memes and all those memes are very spoiler oriented i've,
1: yeah. I've managed to avoid the get out memes i mean nice. i will not very... ruin get out
0: because it's so good i have it's I, so good. yes
1: I, well okay so i guess logan is less good
0: no no logan is quite good as well but i don't feel that it's ending not knowing it's ending removes any of the pleasure of watching it for the first time like it's it's like and with Get Out as well, it's like you're constantly like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And then when it finally gets revealed, you're like, "Oh, that's going on."
1: Fair so. enough. I, I when I saw the spoiler for the for Logan, I actually wasn't that miffed. I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." I still want to see the movie mm-hmm. eventually, so that's not a big deal.
0: Yeah, there are a lot of good moments in the film, and it's it's really well directed. It's it's the best of the X Men movies. Who's it directed by? Uh, D- Magnol, the guy that did Three Ten to Yuma. Oh. Is it John Magnold? Is that his name? The, the, James, Mangle, James Magnold. James yeah, He right
2: also so. directed the uh, the Walk the Line, uh, Walk the, oh, Line yeah. the Johnny Cash yeah. Yep, button. he and yes, did
0: that. that. Which was the decent. Mm-hmm. That
1: was decent. 310 to Yuma remake was decent as well.
0: Yep, yeah, exactly. So let's move on and start talking about, and I also I've gotten about another half hour further into Soldier's Revenge, the uh, VHS forgotten not-so-classic that I found at Ransack the Universe on Bloor Street in uh, Toronto. Not that they're sponsoring us or anything, but if you are in- looking for interesting old stuff, it is definitely a place to hit up. Um, <laughs> if anyone does want to sponsor our podcast, I would be so, so eager to discuss it. Unless you're Pepsi. Eh, yes. You know what? They they screwed up. They're not Nestle. Um,
2: Did you watch the Chemical Brothers video? That's been, uh, no,
1: I saw that posted, but uh, yes. as so often with links I see online, I, I, I
2: appreciate the link, but I don't click on no. it i completely forgot about the existence of that video yeah
0: so did i like it's just one of those weird things where i'm like oh yeah zero dawson was in chemical brothers
1: but theirs yeah. was a satire of course yes. satire yeah of this kind and, of idea happening
0: mm-hmm.
2: and satire is dead in our age currently yeah. is it yeah i feel like now is ripe for satire yeah. real life is too uh, preposterous. Uh, like satire's trying to catch up. Uh.
0: Well, it's like how the um, the South Park guys have kind of been thrown for a loop with the whole Donald Trump is president thing mm. cuz it's just it literally blows the hole in their whole like don't vote thing cuz it doesn't matter cuz it clearly does it matter. matter yeah. yeah.
1: I didn't I kind of stopped watching that season where they had uh, Mr. Garrison as the Trump figure. I kind of got bored with it because they were trying to still do that where like Hillary yeah. Clinton is just awful.
0: And she's not just awful. No, she's, it's a false equivalency.
1: Yeah. She's a, she's your stand... We're not going to get into a political discussion. I'm going to shut my mouth.
0: No, no. And that's not what this is about. Although films can get political. Some would argue the film we're going to watch tonight is political as well. We are... Do you guys remember what movie we're watching that the ghost told us? Nope. It's
1: Holy Rollers.
0: Unholy Rollers. Ah, damn it. Unholy Rollers, which I initially thought was a um, uh, cash-in on... Um, rollerball, but turns out that Unholy Rollers actually predates it by three years. It's a Roger Corman production, and I think it was trying to catch in on the second rev- Revival Roller Derby, the one that started in the early 70s, and uh, interestingly enough, it looks like roller derby might be an Olympic sport in 2020. Wow. Yeah.
1: Now, the term Holy Rollers, that is a, um, what, does that, what does that refer to? It's kind of an antiquated term now, but... Uh...
0: Uh, someone who's holier than thou, like... Which I assume... It was also... There was a fun reference on The Simpsons of the, um... The bowling team that Reverend Lovejoy and, uh... Ned Flanders and Mrs. Lovejoy and Maude Flanders... Were a part of, uh... Were called the Holy Rollers, also. Um... I'm guessing since you, both of you, could barely remember the title of the movie, none of you looked it up or did any research into it. That's Not your job, at all.
2: That's your job. Okay, I went in blindly.
0: Yeah, I am a fan of it. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of the lead actress in it, Claudia Jennings. She um, started in about ten Roger Corman or Roger Corman esque action comedy, uh, sci fi films from about 1970 to 1979. She um, tragically died at the age of 29 in 1979. She was uh, former Playmate of the Year for 1969. And the legend goes that oh. after she won Playmate of the Year, Hugh Hefner basically said, hey, why don't you become my girlfriend and you can become the face of Playboy? And she said, and this is back in 1969, no, you creepy old man. So even in 1969, Hugh Hefner was a creepy old man to, uh, to, to young women. It seemed pretty obvious
1: to me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So she went to Hollywood and uh, uh, met up with Roger Corman and started becoming one of uh, the familiar faces of his work. She was also in Death Sport and uh, The Great Texas Dynamite Chase, which is one of my favorite films. Um, I have a lot of favorite films, but uh, The Great Texas Dynamite Chase, have either of you seen it or heard of it? I have not. No, no. <sighs> Just batting zero. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's one of the good old boy car chase movies that was kind of a cash in on, not even necessarily Smokey and the Bandit because it predates it, but, um, just the whole Southern, you know, outlaws in a car, uh, which kind of inspired the Dukes of Hazard. Um, and she was also in The Man Who Fell to Earth starring David Bowie. Um, oh. And she was in David Cronenberg's Fast Company, his early his uh, drag race movie that was came out between, I think Rabbit and Videodrome, uh, or no Rabbit and the Brood. The sorry. Brood. Yeah, yes, brood. the Brood. Yeah. Um, and we'll get a little bit more into the details of who made the movie afterwards. Um, I've,
1: I've got a definition for holy roller here. Oh, go for it. Yeah, it's uh, it, yeah, it obviously it refers to uh, Christian churchgoers of the holiness and Pentecostal tradi- Pentecostal traditions. Um, it's kind of used derisively uh, about the you know the people who are so captured by the uh, the ho- holy Spirit in church that they're um, shaking and sometimes even rolling around on the carpet with. Uh, so there's actual rolling the involved. Spirit. Yes. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Good stuff. All right, so I'm going to read the back of the VHS box for Unholy Rollers. Uh, It goes like this. A beautiful young woman joins a roller derby team, comma, but her fierce independence and competitive spirit get her into trouble. Starring Claudia Jennings of Gator Bait. I also forgot she was in Gator Bait. Who could forget that? Yeah. (laughs) Alan Vint of Macon County Line, which is one of... um...
1: I've seen Macon County Line. You have? I haven't. Well, that was the... um... Sort of an influence for the Coen brothers when they were doing Fargo because mm-hmm. uh, the interesting thing about Macon County Line is that they screened it for people. Yeah. Um, and people were like, meh. And then they included a tagline saying, based on a true story, and people were like, this is amazing. Yeah. So that's kind of what the Coen brothers did with Fargo, and that's where they were inspired from.
0: Oh, cool. I also hear that it's a, a favorite of uh, Quentin Tarantino's, which he used to screen at his uh, QT Fest, which uh, I don't think has happened for quite a few years. Um, it also stars uh, Roberta Collins from Death Race Two Thousand. She actually played Matilda the Hun in Death Race Two Thousand, which we watched. Uh, were you there for when we watched Death Race Two Thousand? I feel
1: I might have seen Death Race Two Thousand. That's Sylvester yeah. Stallone is in that. Correct? He is briefly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I might have watched that half baked or drunk or something, so I don't remember much about, about it. Right, but I didn't watch it with you with you cats.
0: Oh, okay, maybe that can be a future movie. It also stars David Carradine, who starred with Claudia Jennings in Death Sport. Um, towards the end of her life um, Oh that just took on a very ominous Towards the end of her life um, She did She died way too young at age 29 um, And finally starring Candace Roman Who was in the big Bird Cage And the back of the VHS box With Unholy Roller's Rules Exclamation point Rated R 1972 color 88 minutes Full frame Dolby Digital Mono Okay So uh, we're going to take a quick break, watch the movie, and then we'll be back to talk about it afterwards. Bye. So that was Unholy Rollers. Yeah. So uh, Phil, what is Unholy Rollers?
2: Uh, it is a roller derby movie uh, featuring um, quite possibly the least sympathetic uh, protagonist.
0: By least sympathetic, you mean most awesome? She's that she's too. kind of she's
1: kind of an anti-heroine, I guess you'd say. Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: So, she's um, not somebody you'd want to have as a customer. I,
1: I can see why you'd say she's awesome because she takes no guff and and um, but she she is kind of a bitch altogether <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> she alienates everyone in the movie and kind of gets not exactly what she deserves, but I mean she's not she's not doing herself any favors. Okay. To so-
2: be fair. Everybody in this movie is terrible. Pretty awful. On own, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. Everybody and they all is treat her.
0: On. They all treat her like scum. Though that's the it's thing. It's true. Her that is true. Her own team turns against her, and no one comes to help her when she's getting beaten up.
1: Well, again, because she is also kind of terrible. So, yeah, she's she's already turned against them. And as you pointed out, she's like even before she knows them, she's picking fights with everyone for the for the smallest transgressions.
0: I know she's great.
1: <laughs> you're you're clearly in love with Karen Walker.
0: Uh yeah, and Claudia Jennings, the actress that plays her. I mean <laughs> if I could have a time machine to go back in time. She is gorgeous. Yeah. 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 Um so so let's let's walk through this story then. So what what is the story of Unholy Rollers?
1: It's your uh it's your classic rise and fall scenario. I, I would Rise say.
0: and Fall and yeah, she's
1: yeah. Um, she's she's not part of the roller derby. She
2: she gets into the roller derby. What does she
0: do before she becomes a roller derbyist? She is. A, I hope roller derbyist is the correct she term. She
2: works in a cat food uh, cannery. Cannery. Yeah, yeah. No, that's correct.
0: And uh, her but, boss there is kind of a horrible old perverted man.
1: Yeah, Letrus. He's a he's a real Bill O'Reilly type.
2: He's a groper.
0: Yep. yep. On the line while she's like you know watching cat food get canned.
1: It's true, it, it's, hard to, it's hard to can cat food when you're being groped from behind. And mm-hmm.
0: he's
2: got Trump hair as well.
1: He does, he does.
0: Yeah, and then she throws like a bunch of, uh, she uh, cranks the system into overdrive and shoves all these cans through that keep firing around everywhere and then she throws cat food all over this guy and then quits.
2: Yep. And I, think, I believe some gets in his
1: mouth as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, which was really gross. Yeah. But uh, that's kind of her character in a nutshell. This is what she does anytime she meets any sort of
2: comes up against any sort of adversary. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she I just know says... she's great.
0: She just punches them right in the throat.
2: Yep. Or yeah, or knees them in the crotch.
0: Yeah, and um, so then she goes home, and uh, it's one first of many scenes of her walking in on her roommate and her roommate's boyfriend uh, doing it in the most awkward of positions.
1: They, yeah, he seems to be. She's laying down in bed. He seems to be standing and leaning over. I don't know what kind of. Sexual... Yeah, it it's very all under the covers, so you can't quite tell.
0: And she also doesn't really have any shame on, like, just barging in on the room of them. Um, they don't
1: seem to mind either, to be honest. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: We did notice that also her room was entirely decorated with, like, car paraphernalia, including a bumper and license plate from British Columbia.
2: Her her roommate's room. Yes, yes, yes. You mean? yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It was, like, one of those, like, old, like, uh, Ford, lo- Ford, lo- Ford logos, but it's fuck instead of Ford, and... I didn't notice that. Yeah. I didn't notice that either. Kind of a, so. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a dorm room staple, uh...
1: We also noticed the Joe Cocker poster in the background.
2: Yes, the Joe Cocker now. poster. And
0: several Joe Cocker lookalikes populated the film as well.
1: That's true. Yeah. Yes. Well, it was 1972.
0: Mm hmm. So, uh, what else happened in the movie? So, she goes and auditions for um, or tries out for the, uh, the Los Angeles Avengers, I think they're called.
1: That's correct. Yes.
0: So, apparently, in this Roller Derby League, there's only two teams the Los Angeles Avengers and the San Diego Demons. Yep. Uh, the Los Angeles Avengers are coached by Annie Stryker, or is it Angie Stryker? Angie, Stryker, Angie yes, Stryker,
1: who has a whip and Rodney Dangerfield eyes.
0: Yes, a perfect combination of cocaine and whiskey. And, <laughs> uh, and then the opposing team, who are the coaches on the opposing team? Uh, Horace McKay. Who's
1: uh, who's the he the uh the black gentleman with the goatee and the awesome face? He
0: has a he has a
2: very impressive goatee.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and like uh he sometimes he wears a, like a cravat of sorts, and mm-hmm. sometimes he doesn't. I don't know. He he was kind of awesome. Yeah, he gets no lines in the film, but he's kind of awesome. Doesn't he have a couple of lines? I don't remember him having lines.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah uh, well, the, he, not...
2: he mostly just yells unintelligible. Uh... The,
1: the announcer describes him as the only man he's ever seen who enjoys the suffering of others, which seemed
0: a bit of a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, that, that that kind of, like, opinion held sway back in 1972. It's not, like, now or cynical era that we're living in. It's also... uh, It's it's amazing how horrendously sexist the world is and how, like, this, this movie is supposed to be an action comedy, and so much of the comedy is basically just her being... Uh, sexually harassed, sexually harassed by the and men, sexually
2: and, assaulted. Yeah,
0: <laughs> by the men and women on her team. Um, yeah,
1: this is true. yeah. It's got
2: yeah. kind of maybe like the cruelest uh, hazing. Uh, I guess we even call it that.
1: I don't know. I've never I don't been think part it's part of a sports league. I think I think hazing is pretty bad when you are in sports. But, yeah, um, maybe it's maybe it's improved, but
0: it seemed pretty bad. They stripped her naked in a pool hall.
1: Yeah, I've heard horror stories about hockey where they're like tying guys' dicks to rope and oh, like, putting yep. it over showers and stuff like that. Like, ah, uh, oh.
0: that's not that's not that's that's for a different podcast, Kit. That's your own yes. personal. Well,
1: role. no, I'm no, I'm saying that. So it's kind I, of like
2: old school. Yeah. Uh...
0: Jeez, um, but yeah. So anyway, she on her first night uh, in the team, uh, she gets taken out to a bar and they uh, they harass her and strip her down to next to nothing. But the way she spins that on her head where she's just all attitude, like, yeah, what? I'm naked. Who gives a crap? You want, like, she, like, starts, you know, insulting. You dykes
1: aren't good enough for me.
0: Yeah. That, that was, she's <laughs> awesome. She just, like, turns that on everyone and, like, goes up to, like, married men and tells them, like, what? You want some? No. You can't have some. And then when the wives complain, she's like, "Uh, no one would want you anyways. Um, she's just a great character who just does not take crap from she, anyone.
1: She, she's a firecracker.
0: Firecracker. Yeah.
1: No guff. No guff at all. She she absolutely gives no guff at all. Maybe
0: we film. should watch the feature film Firecracker next. Which <laughs> I is thought also... you were
2: going to say, like, watch the feature film No, Guf. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> Guff. No <laughs> Guff.
0: Um, yeah. Also produced by Roger Corman, Firecracker. Oh, uh, it's also interesting. Watching the credits, I totally forgot, but Kip picked up on it. The supervising editor on this picture was Martin Scorsese. That's right. The director of Goodfellas, Mean Streets, Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, uh, the aviator. Cundoon. Cundoon. The Age of Silence. Innocence. Silence. Michael
2: uh, Jackson's bad. Michael Hugo.
0: Jackson. Hugo. Um, After Hours, one of my personal favorites. After Hours, Bringing yep. Out the Dead.
2: Casino with... Um, Casino.
0: Joe with, Pesci. With Life late, Lessons. With the late, from, with the late Don Rickles. Rickles. Yes, Don Rickles.
2: Life Lessons from New York Stories.
0: Right. Uh, Who's That Knocking at My Door.
2: Uh, Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore. Right,
0: that's a good one. And also rhymes with Who's That Knocking at My Door. Um, and then, what's the other one I'm forgetting? The Departed uh king of comedy the king, king of comedy, comedy. Mm-hmm. Oh. after
2: hours i
0: said that yes uh
2: last temptation of christ right last temptation of christ that's a good one
0: good old jesus cristo um
1: what was his one before silence i i feel like he had one
0: just shutter recently. island no <gasps> wolf no. of wall street wolf of wall street yes that was the one i was i can remember cape, and the cape fear remake cape, cape fear remake yep. yes mm-hmm. and to be honest wolf of wall street is quite forgettable it's not that good.
1: I I feel like I need to give it a rewatch. It it seems to fall right into that um, Goodfellas casino type of film that he was doing. Yeah,
0: it's
2: definitely what he was aiming for.
0: But I think he missed the mark okay. quite a bit. Okay. Fair enough. He might mm-hmm.
2: have. I need
1: to rewatch it. Yeah. Um anyway, what does a supervising editor do? I was curious about well, that. Well,
0: what I'm like what we noticed from the scenes is that it's all very shot documentary style, uh cinema verite, I think Phil called it, and uh, I'm pretty sure what happened was is that they, in order to capture the craziness, because every single scene on the roller derby track, it feels like they shot it with 16 different cameras. Like there was definitely a Bolex in play for some of the 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 tracking shots. Like they clearly had people holding cameras on roller skates going yep. around yep. the roller track. Some of those shots were great, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. very, like... It, it's nerve-wracking because you just see these, like, near misses and, like, co- also collisions where you know the actors are actually getting hurt. And, like,
1: oh, yeah. dirty looks close up, like, yeah. of the, uh, the rival. Uh, All, I, yeah.
0: Like, the acting in this is amazing for how, like... At no point do they break character when they're on that roller mm-hmm. duty track. Yeah. And, it's it's um,
1: campy in a way, but it's it's a very offensive. It's campy,
0: but it's also, like, I definitely feel... Because going on with the movie, like, we're, we're skipping over a bunch of it, but, like, she... The main character, <laughs> Kevin Walker... Kevin Walker... Um... <laughs> Karen. Karen Walker. Yeah, Karen Walker. Um, gets. Pl- uh, what was I gonna say? Um, she basically like, um, meets a man she likes, but it turns out that he's married. Uh, and the guy's also on the male counter, uh, male version of her team.
1: And he's also a total ass. Yeah, he's an asshole who like he slaps her around at times. Yeah, Although she she gives back. She, gives she does. Back she needs him good.
0: in the balls, and then she hits him with that awesome line. Or he says like, um if you had any balls you'd something and she says I've got balls
2: yours yours <laughs> yeah
0: it was great um and then her teammates turn against her and like she is the star of that team like she's the one that's winning them points that's like she even gets a, a roller skate with a knife through it tattooed on her arm that she holds up to the crowd she's selling out arenas all across San Diego and Los Angeles and Venice and the Southern California area I guess Although and she's when-
2: got like the decal on her car yeah yeah,
0: yeah. She also gets a really sweet GTO, uh, blue with a zebra print uh, cloth top.
1: Karen's little monster, yes. yeah. Karen's
0: little monster, custom painted on the side, and a silver horse hood ornament, which is ugly as heck, <laughs> but I'm sure cost a lot. <laughs> uh, chrome, all chrome, all chrome, all over. Um, and her teammates scratch her brand new car as well after they beat the crap out of her in a parking lot. So, like, she gets totally abused, and, like, every man in it is either super lecherous or tries to control her.
1: There's a doctor, like, a team doctor oh my God, who's the, the worst. Doctor. Oh, my God, Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, God, well, he basically, like... She goes in for a physical. He's and... drinking whiskey or scotch or something, like, yeah. pretty straight. And they even joke, like, he's done a lot of research in the field of alcohol and its effects on the human body. Uh,
1: on sports. <laughs> on uh, sports, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty disgusting scene. And he's like feeling her up with her, with his hands as a physical. And she says, doctor, shouldn't she be using any instruments? And his response is the human hands are the best instruments you can use.
1: It's, it's the creepiest scene in the movie. Yeah. I would yeah. say.
0: And then he just lets someone walk in while she's there half naked uh, and gives them like steroids, I guess, or as a painkillers or some sort of pill, some sort of drug.
1: I think that's the, uh, Nikki. I think yeah, that's her Nikki Yeah, Nikki Menendez.
0: Um, who uh winds up they're on the same team and they wind up fighting and then she switches to a different team
1: obviously the only other team that we know of the, uh... the
0: san diego demons and yeah like it's just it's a sad brutal existence for um for our hero karen walker and
1: yeah the one, uh, the one Scorsese film I think we forgot to mention was what's that? ...Box Carbertha, which was his, which was shot at Roger the same time. Roger Corman film, yeah. which was shot at the around the same time,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so and it, very similar in time in terms of themes and stuff. Yeah, exactly. With like Barbara Hershey. Oh, Barbara Hershey. She's the star of that, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and then essentially the the teams they keep playing each other over and over again in all these small towns. It's kind of like a traveling carnival show. Like they do. The, there's only two teams that we can determine of in the league. There probably was more in the original script, but for budget cuts, they got cut. And they go from town to town uh, playing each other. And then uh, eventually it winds up at a head after she's... Her friends, her roommates um, move away to Oregon to open up a topless mechanic shop.
1: Missed that bit. But yeah, okay. that, yeah that's I there. that bit as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, her... Uh, and so she's all alone she goes to visit her mother and her mother basically doesn't really want anything to do with her and then she goes to this final um uh, roller derby what was that deal with she went back there was a nice guy
1: that came around her mother's nice like was let's married. all have a
0: drink hmm
1: and like, that was an old was,
0: ex-boyfriend yeah no but 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 she could it was a strange him. scene yeah cuz it really bizarre.
1: you could have taken it out of the film and it, I don't think it would have mattered that much.
0: Well, I think it was just showing that she has nowhere to turn cuz she goes to see her mother and says her mother and like she offers her mother money and then her mother says I got everything I need. I got cigarettes, I got my TV. I'm I'm happy. And it's Again, just sort of like Yeah. Yeah, modest if, pleasures.
1: I I wish uh all I wanted in life was was a TV and some cigarettes, but oh, I agree. I do need more.
0: Yeah. We all need more. Um <laughs>
1: We all need more. The title of Graham's fifth autobiography.
0: (laughs) First one, a most uncomfortable man. (laughs) The second one, still not comfortable. The third one, I really don't deserve this. The fourth one, the rainbow is finally crowning. Wow. And then the fifth one. That was the hopeful one. And then the fifth one. We all need more. We all need more. (laughs) Exactly. Tying it all back to our very first episode featuring Reckless, uh, the movie that me and Phil were talking about with the great uh, scene scored to Romeo Void. Um, in it, uh, Aidan Quinn, the 35-year-old playing a teenager, is asked what he wants um, out of life as an adult. And he writes one word in all capital letters in big, bold text. M-O-R-E. Moore? Moore. Come on, More. man.
2: <laughs> More. I was
1: never uh. good at spelling.
0: This is the most sober we've recorded yet, and it's uh, it's going about as well as it can be expected.
1: Well, Phil's been up since 6 a.m., and I think it's 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 about three yeah. in the morning here at the event video store. Oh, I
0: know, my God, it's another another late night here, and it's cold and nearing zero. It's been and Phil, Phil, you that. actually fell asleep during the movie. What part ha- did you miss?
2: Uh when they were piling on her uh, at the very end. So I think I missed about the last. Well, two she moves. goes.
1: Yeah, sorry, sorry, Phil, go on. So,
2: like, it's just in the middle, like, the entire team just, like, dogpiling on her. Right,
0: right. So, in the last uh, roller derby match, I guess it would be yes. called, or jam session, Um, she, anyways, her...
1: Things go a little batshit.
0: Yeah, her whole team basically turns against her, and she's out there on the track by herself getting hit by both her teammates and the opposing teammates. Yeah, so I
2: saw that part, so mm-hmm. I, I don't think I saw anything after that.
0: Okay, well, then she... um. She bangs into her own teammates. Um,
1: it's a uh, furious frothing
2: fuselage of fisticuffs.
0: Furious <laughs> frothing fuselage of fisticuffs. Um,
2: that could be a blurb for this movie.
0: Yeah. Uh, thank you, kid. Um, and so she bangs into her own team bench and her own team like punch. like uh, One of her teammates, Jennifer, punches her, sends her back out onto the track, and then... Basically she be- she runs into accidentally again after she gets hit by her own teammate the uh, the San Diego Demons bench and Mast Martin who we forgot to mention is Mast, the other coach Mast uh, Marvin I thought uh, his Mast name was. Marvin sounds a bit more accurate He's a dick Yeah Everyone in this movie is a dick um Except
1: perhaps for Beverly Who's mm-hmm. the rising star on the uh, the? Beverly's Avengers.
0: still a dick because she hits she hits Karen.
1: Well, Karen is so PB and jelly of, of Beverly at this point. No, no no, 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 the first word. This is this is during Karen's fall. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's no longer the star. Beverly's the rising star, and Karen but here's
0: it. Karen is good to her friends. Her her only true friends, which are her roommates.
1: She's good to nobody else.
0: Yeah. But she but nobody else is good to her either. And her oh, and her friend from the cannery that comes to help her buy a car.
1: Oh yes, I forget her name. Um, yeah. Rosita.
0: Rosita, I think. No, that was no, it. Consuela. Consuela, Consuela. Yeah, that's Consuela. Right. yeah, yeah. Um and she so in that final match, she um, after getting into all these fights, uh Mast Marvin starts hitting her with a chair, WWF style. I said WWF not WWE because the
1: WWE because he banished. meant the worldwide. Um, oh yes, I did. See that I Part, yeah. yeah, yeah. You were
0: awake for that. No, I meant the World Wrestling Federation because mm-hmm. WWE has banned cheer shots after uh, a lot of uh, unfortunateness, um, and
2: did mankind have anything to do with that?
0: No, mankind's actually okay. Okay, aka Mick Foley. It was more the whole Crispin Wall going crazy and that. And, and, yeah, let's not get
2: oh, into that. Oh, that's yeah, right. So murdered I, his I, family, etc. Of course, yes.
0: Um, so. After that, she finally breaks free of this entanglement, and she just starts picking fights with everyone and every side of the team she attacks. The coaches she attacks, the referees she attacks. She goes into the crowd and attacks the audience, and then she skates out of the arena and starts attacking cars.
1: Which is always a good move.
0: Yeah. It's awesome and nihilistic, and she just, like, goes around and, like, just starts messing stuff up on the road. Pushes a guy in front of a moving car. Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure I he got add, ran over. Like, she's, yeah.
1: she's just gone off the rails.
0: And then it ends with, uh, and then the owner of the team, uh, his son-in-law who also runs the team says, what, are you just going to let her skate out into the, into the street and let her get killed by a car? And the owner of the team says, she's too stupid to get killed by a car. Yeah. And the movie ends with her getting hit by a car and she stands up just as the sirens from the police are coming. She raises her tattoo into the ear that's on her arm and a fist credits
1: and that well we get the, well, the classic zeros in on, uh, well what test. is what is the name of that shot it's word? an iris in iris in okay yeah, the yeah. I- camera iris he loves them too so on the I'm tattoo sure he might have had something to do with that
0: i'm guessing he had a lot to do with it yeah um and it ends on this like downbeat nihilistic note and it is
1: of defiance
0: though. yeah it's fantastic like you 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 want to walk out and pick a fight with cars in the street after this movie i
2: might i might just do that tonight It was kind of a callback to like her rage driving,
0: right? I I forgot about her rage driving sequence. So after she gets beaten up by her own team and they scratch up her car, she hops in her car and just drives around in a total rage, just like knocking over cans and stacked
1: uh, cans, yeah, driving into stacked cans,
0: driving into stacked cans and driving into stacked boxes, stacked boxes, and just like causing general mayhem, oil
2: drums, right? The oil drums. People where the rummy was go, like uh, digging for
0: change or yes. something. Yeah. And
2: again,
1: there's another scene where she's 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 riding around with uh with with Nick DeMenis there or whatever his name is. Oh,
0: Nick, right, right. And she's yeah, she finds a gun she, in she his finds a bag. gun and she starts just
1: shooting it off willy nilly like the most dangerous thing I can imagine.
2: Yeah, she's mostly shooting signage from what and hotel and
0: children perhaps.
2: No, like we there don't are no know. We don't know. Get shot. That's how
0: children get shot, though. What, people riding around on the back of motorcycles after roller derby uh, matches firing off random guns?
2: Yep. It could happen. Check, yeah. check your statistics, Cram. She does like shooting lights. Uh, she does, yeah. The After yeah, she finds, target finds out... Target practice. Yeah. Uh,
0: after uh, Nick uh, the prick, um, uh, the married guy that she had an affair with that she didn't know she was having an affair with, she um, after he like basically slaps her... And, and like rough houses with her in the locker room, and she knees him in the balls. Um, she goes to his house for an impromptu shooting lesson, I guess. And mm-hmm. he's like, Oh, look how good I am. He fires off like three shots, and one of them hits the target, kind of. And then she fires off two shots and gets two bull- bullseyes right in a row. And he's like, Oh, you're just, you're doing it wrong. It's, it's beginner's luck. And then he reloads with different shots, and she just starts shooting out every light bulb in his house.
1: It's great. There's a lot of irresponsible
0: gunplay. There was a lot of irresponsible gunplay in the 70s, anyways. And also, in. <laughs> There's
2: lots of irresponsible gunplay in reality today. This is true. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like We should clarify we're actually up here in Canada, the True North, Strong and Free. And um, uh, it's always amazing because we kind of forget that just the level of gun culture in the States and how many people just have guns. Because I'm always shocked when I work with an American and they're like, oh, yeah, of course I have a gun. What are you talking about? It's in my car all the time. Why would I want to lock it up? how does that that doesn't that stops me from shooting it yeah it's, uh, it's you've never gross.
1: had the urge to take the gun and start shooting at random signs no, as you drive no. around
2: yeah well, you know like the song Bad Habit by Offspring could come on and you know oh, yeah. like a bout of road rage and <laughs> uh, you might feel inspired to uh, go into the glove box and, yeah, uh, yeah
0: I think the opening line to that is hey man you know I'm really okay the gun in my hand will tell you the same yeah. Yeah. oh the Offspring That album came out twenty-three years ago. Was that off so nineteen ninety four? Yeah.
2: The biggest selling independent record of all time. Still the biggest selling independent record of all time. Wow.
0: Yep. So final thoughts on Unholy Rollers.
1: Uh Roller Derby is is seems so chaotic, but I'm either I'm actually rather interested in watching some.
0: Yeah, we were discussing how um,
1: I've never seen Whip It, by the way, which is the only other roller derby movie we could think of. With uh, it was directed by Drew Barrymore, I think it had Ellen Page and Kristen Wiig. Kristen
0: Wiig, yeah, and um, uh,
2: Juliet Lewis. Yeah, right. that's correct. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, roller derby movies are kind of few and far um, between. I mean, there's this one, there's Rollerball, which is not really roller derby, but it kind of is. Have, got, have either of you guys seen Rollerball before?
2: I've s- not the seen the original. Roller- the original, not the remake. Oh, there's, I, there's I, two. I, I haven't seen either. I've never heard of either. So. Oh god.
0: Uh, the original one starred James Caan. It was his follow up to The Godfather. Makes sense. It and it's like set Godfather. in the future uh-huh. where like sports are the there's like a, the death sports kind of like settle international wars and it's all this version of roller derby. Um, but I think the one thing we all said is that we all agree that we kind of now want to watch roller derby after seeing this movie. Oh yes. Yeah. It
1: it is a lot like um like wrestling in a way.
0: Yeah. Well, they they presented it as such, but like the the endings are like, I mean, it is, a, it is a, a it's natural sport, competition.
1: But they talk about how you're supposed to hit somebody a certain way so you don't actually injure them. Yeah. These kind of, these kind of mm-hmm. things.
0: Like a successful takedown as opposed yeah. to just going out and breaking bones. Yeah. But it's kind of like hockey too, where you're supposed to check a person a certain way so that you don't injure them so that their enforcer doesn't come and punch you in the face. Fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, so any further final thoughts on Unholy Rollers? Phil? Uh,
2: not really. yeah. <laughs> it was
1: entertaining
0: okay Kit. I was entertained yeah
1: it was so seedy and enter- uh, like oh, Roger yeah the, Norman, the, yeah,
0: the seedy scene in the topless bar where the the rockabilly band that we couldn't really hear the song of because they had to replace it for oh we got the name of that too it was Louie and the Rockets Louie and the Rockets there was like yeah a lot of seedy jokes in that area it's in that, that, that place oh too.
2: yeah like that like a proprietor's anecdote about the uh, uh, yeah the woman with
1: no breasts who went and got breasts and then her breasts didn't jiggle so he had, so to, they fire. had to fire He tells it a lot funnier <laughs> oddly enough. It doesn't <laughs> and, sound like it'll ever be funny uh, but.
2: far crasser uh... yeah
0: yeah. <laughs> far crasser?
2: Crasser. Far oh crasser. far crasser. 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 Because crasser's a word. Sorry, I was like, is you word, mean I more,
0: much more crass. Oh,
2: much more crass.
0: Yeah, um, and that's where we also hear the infamous term far "dog
2: po- politess."
0: Yes, far Polites. Um, from <laughs> Angie Striker, the leader of the uh, of the or the coach of the Los Angeles Avengers, she tells some off-color jokes. Uh, one intern used the term "dog-fashioned,"
1: dog, which... she's talking oh, about yes. how she uh, her and her husband, I assume like to like to get down and dirty and she likes to do it on all fours you know
0: dog Dog fashioned fashioned. yeah so that's uh, a term i'd never heard before um let me just see here if there's any more notes to cover um oh so uh just to wrap things up the film was directed by vernon zimmerman who uh is a collaborator of Terrence malick actually oh wow i know um he most famously in addition to directing you, this film you can't tell i know you really can't from <laughs> this movie um he most famously uh, directed the early 80s slasher fade to black which is not available on dvd or blu-ray nor probably will it ever be available on dvd and blu-ray because of the film it's is so awesome no well i haven't seen it so i don't know but oh. the um the film is full of reference of clips from older films and i just think the rights issues alone it's about an obsessed movie fan who kind of goes nuts um, kind of like me, and um, he co-wrote the infamous 1989 film *Teen Witch*. Phil Bino's is teen, Fitch, *Teen Witch*. *Teen
2: Witch*. Was that wasn't that a uh, wasn't that Betty Davis's last movie?
0: I don't know. I just remember the weird *Teen Witch* rap YouTube clip that that got oh, a lot of Oh, I, I know that. Um, yeah, that's where it's from. It probably is Betty. How did this
2: get made? in An episode uh, about *Teen Witch*.
1: I've never heard this podcast, so I don't...
0: I'm not a fan. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Oof. Throwing down, Paul Shear Beef. Oof. Yeah. Um, Some pod beef is getting really. started. Not really. Um, he also wrote the, uh, the great redneck exploitation film Bobby Joe and the Outlaw, which was directed by Class of 1984's Mark L. Lester. Nice. I know, right? it's uh it's fascinating because uh i really love class of 1984 we're going to be watching it um at a movie night I program as part of punk night at the movies volume two um some more facts about claudia jennings um uh, because again i am a just a big fan of this actress she she died so young and her period of acting wow was that's
1: so sad 29 know, 29 now that i've seen this movie that's even sadder i know
0: so she was like she was about 24 when she or 23 when she made this movie um and she just how did she die it was a car accident so and it's not really said but there she could have been drinking because towards the end she was known for being a bit of a she was a drunk on death sport with david carradine which compared to david carradine that's saying something if you're considered a drunk um
2: there's a lot she does a lot of reckless driving in this movie Yeah, Yeah. and reckless Mm gunplay that too
0: yep um she starred in The Great Texas Dynamite Chase, which I said before, Death Sport with David Carradine. Um, she actually appeared on The Brady Bunch in 1973.
2: I could see that.
0: Yep. And she was almost one of the original Charlie's Angels. However, they decided not to cast her due to her Playboy spreads and her roles in films like this, The Roger Corman Cycle, um, due to the illicit content, which is kind of crap. Like, no one would have cared, to be honest. It was the 70s.
1: Well, especially with Charlie's Angels, I mean. I know. It was, never, that was, was that ever supposed to be like a wholesome show? A family,
2: family program? Well, it was network network
0: television, right? It had to appeal to the whole family. It had to, it secretly appealed to dads and older brothers, but also, oh, they're heroes. It's like watching Baywatch in the 90s. Like, all, all, every kid watched Baywatch, but. Oh,
2: yeah, for sure. Kind of like how Hooters is a family
0: restaurant. Yeah, you go okay. there for chicken wings. Oh, so. let's not get started on God darn Hooters. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah.
2: Let's not go uh, going off, off on, another, all right. on another Hooters-related Let's dial it back.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 I've uh, got some... Uh,
1: You've got some stories? Uh, some Hooters stories? Not stories. I
0: just have to go there occasionally for work, and it's not enjoyable. The their food,
1: wings are average.
0: Their wings are bad. Their fries are curly, um, and their food sucks. I like sucks. curly fries.
1: You don't like curly fries. Here is thing:
0: I like curly fries when I make it at home. I don't want to go to a restaurant and get curly fries. You, you make curly, curly fries at home. You, you buy them a cane bag. You've never you...
1: invited me over for a curly fries night. <laughs> I will
0: cook some curly fries for the next podcast. <laughs> oh, sweet! This is, I know. I'll have to. I'll have to, it. to drag my oven all the way up to this abandoned video store. Well, find a yeah. power outlet, another power outlet, because I'm still amazed that we can get this old TV running. Um, <laughs> I look. Do behind... we
2: still have running water? No. To
0: we don't. That's why we have to like always stop at the gas station before and after we get here.
2: I forgot
1: about that. Yeah,
0: the old gas station stops. We were just there 107 minutes ago. Um. So, with all that being said, the light of dawn is slowly peeking through the window.
1: Oh, you have to pick the next movie.
0: That's what I'm leading up to. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to step
1: on your toes there, Graham. And
0: you remember, Kit, it's not me that picks the next movie. It is the ghosts that haunt this video store. I forgot. That we are at the mercy of, and that's why we gather here once a week to do it. So, let's all place our hands on the VG board.
2: The VG board. Yep, not
0: a Ouija board, because it's copyrights. And let's choose... It's
2: Hasbro. uh...
0: Oh, is it Hasbro that owns the Ouija board?
2: I I, I did some research. uh... Oh,
0: thank you. By the way, uh, Phil's sock game is so on point today. It is a...
2: It was on point last
1: week, too. But we
0: didn't even mention it. It's He's wearing a... It looks like a... um, a, a light gray, orange, different shades of blue, and some darker blue combination.
1: I've got regular old socks on. Graham is going sockless.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm taking my life in my hand by walking around this abandoned video store barefoot.
1: There's like tetanus all over this floor. I know.
0: I have to get a shot every week. <laughs> so, uh, let's let's place our hands on the VG board, and let's start sounding it out. It's uh, backwards three. E- Oh, that's an E. That's right. Yep. X. X come on, T. T cross e. R, R, R. M. Exterm. I. Oh, there's
2: more. N.
0: N A, A. T. O. R. R all right, Exterminator. That movie is great. Hold on, oh, wait, there's wait, 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 more. There's more. Oh, oh. Z2. Zed. Two. Zed Exterminator Part Two. Oh, oh my God. okay. I was wrong again. I'm sorry. Not to be mixed with The Executioner Part Two, which was a cash in on the first Exterminator movie. Oh, it stars Robert Ginty of Out on Bail fame. I don't Whoa. know
1: that film or that name.
0: I have it. It's here on VHS, and I've never seen it. So maybe we'll do a Robert Ginty couple of weeks back. Oh to wait, back.
1: you you referenced Out on Bail. Uh, what's his face was in it? Um, Robert Ginty. S- but our star from um, um, no no retreat, no surrender was also an Out Kurt on Bail. Kurt
0: McGinty? No, McClinney? McKinney. Is, Is he in Out on Bail? No, didn't I was you talking. you say
1: about... that? Isn't that what we discovered a few weeks ago? Well,
0: Phil will dig around in the rummaged ruins here and see if we can get the VHS tape.
2: Oh. Look at that. What does it say? Starring Robert Ginty. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah.
0: Robert, good old Robert Ginty.
1: Kathy Shower. That's an interesting last name. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, the sun's rising soon. we got to get out of here before um, the security guard comes by to check up on this place.
1: Why is there a security guard that's employed? Because look at
0: all this amazing stuff here, man. It's true. It's true. Um, so... Uh, thank you for listening I mm-hmm. hope I hope people more people are listening every episode because we really enjoy doing this um, and we'll be back next week with the exterminator part two starting out with kids Phil. just
2: a question yes. uh, is the exterminator 2 a sequel
0: yes it is <laughs> that's a good question Phil especially after zombie 3 <laughs> last week which was not a sequel um, yes, it is. A, it is a, a direct sequel. A sequel. It is a direct sequel to The Exterminator Part One. Which and was
1: about? I mean, I'm gonna. How am I gonna follow the thread,
0: <laughs> Graham? Exterminator Part One is a guy comes back from Vietnam. He's all messed up. He sees how bad things have gotten, and he decides to become a vigilante. He goes way overboard. The cops try to shut him down. So this is Rambo. First but in blood, New, first in blood. New York City. Okay. And way more schlock.
1: Way more schlocky.
0: The guy, you've seen the, you've seen the cover of this tape, he is in a, um, uh, look at him, he's wearing a, a helmet and a flamethrower in a post-apocalyptic city. This oh, I also know stars Mario Van Peebles. Whoa, Mario Van Peebles, wow, I've heard yeah. that
1: name, that's one of the first names I've heard of.
0: <laughs> okay, so this is Graham for Death by dire- Video. Directed by Mark Buntsman Buntsman yeah. That'll be next week on Death by Video. Thank <laughs> you so much for listening. This is Graham, Phil, and Kit saying please rewind and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. <laughs> i